Encyclopedia of Video Games presents The Unmissables on PSP. Oh, and here we are talking about a couple of games for this system, the PlayStation Portable. We are going to analyze a couple of different games uh, spanning the whole life of the PlayStation Portable. We are searching for hidden gems and uh, games that uh, you might have missed during this uh, development cycle. So listen carefully. The first game that I would like to talk about is uh, Jeanne d'Arc, the story of uh, Jeanne d'Arc. Uh, it's uh, an historical uh, RPG, JRPG, tactical JRPG. <laughs> I keep adding words to this game, but it's a fun little experience, a very difficult experience uh, for a game that uh, came out in 2006. Uh, it's quite challenging and it was developed uh, by Level 5, uh, which gave us uh, the Professor Layton uh, series, Dark Cloud, Dark Chronicle, and also another series, Inazuma 11 Go, which is a fun game, uh, and in the end also Nino Kuni, which could be the most famous of the bunch. Talking about the tactical strategy RPG was uh, in a bit of a crisis at this time because the Fire Emblem series had uh, Radiant Dawn and it was uh, on a downfall just before Awakening, which was the best seller title for, for, the, for that series. But we have a couple of uh, other developers that stuck with the portables and this game was one of the best looking one. One of the better things about uh, this game that stuck with me is that uh, it tells an historical story, the Jeanne d'Arc story, so France uh, against Britain in the 100 year uh, war, but it mixes that st the historical facts with uh, a fantasy setting. There are demons uh, and other creatures, mythological creatures that uh, populates the land. And I think it's uh, not that jarring of a mixture, but uh, it serves the purpose. For a gameplay standpoint, it's a classical uh, strategy RPG, so turn-based uh, combat. But one of the most interesting things about this game is the transformation system. You can transform one of your characters into a more powerful being that can deal a lot of damage or else defend your people but it lasts only a few turns so you have to calculate the right time to use this special ability so a fine little game that you can play on the system but also you can emulate on a new system with hd graphics which are fantastic A really interesting game for the PlayStation Portable is Echo Chrome, a puzzle game uh, really unique because it uses the five laws of perspective to progress uh, in the many levels that uh, compose this game. The five uh, laws of perspective that can change 
uh, rotating the perspective of the, the puzzle, which are platforms uh, put in a way that uh, rotating the camera, the perspective, the view of the player can create uh, or cancel some parts uh, of the path uh, leading our mannequin uh, who walks like a lemming game uh, to the end uh, of the level. Level that uh, uh, can be completed uh, reaching the various shadows uh, of the mannequin and then dictating the various uh, steps to take uh, in order to complete uh, the level. It's a really simple game on paper, but uh, progressing with the levels uh, we can find uh, really intricate mazes where we have to act fast because uh, our mannequin will walk continuously, we cannot stop it so we have to act uh, in a way that uh, we can save him from falling out of the level so it's a simple concept a really interesting concept there's the time attack mechanics that uh, brings uh, urgency to the game so a really really interesting minimal game because the graphic is really minimal but it's really relaxing one a very unique game for this system The second game that I would like to talk about is Luminous. I don't know if it's the right pronunciation in English, but uh, it's a successor to Tetris. It's a puzzle game with uh, a nice presentation, a graphical presentation that uh, keeps your eyes always interested and also a fun experience uh, on a music standpoint because the soundtrack that was composed by Mondo Grosso and uh, Eri Nobuchika is a uh, very very interesting mixture of uh, acid jazz, house and techno and you can listen to it uh, during your play and uh, one thing that stuck with me was that uh, when you are playing this game you can have uh, an endless mode and uh, every single level has a different uh, setting, a different uh, theme, a different graphic and uh, the passage between the different levels uh, is seamless so you are always uh, with the flow very into the game and the it serves its purpose in uh, keeping you playing this game. So a very fun experience uh, that keeps on challenging you as long as you play. Patapon is a little game from the fans of Rhythm Game. It's really particular the mechanic because there are no devices we have to plug in the console like in Guitar Hero World Tour for the Nintendo DS but we have only the four buttons, uh, the main buttons of the system that we can use to input the right combination of commands to make our little friends, the Patapon tribe, uh, do the action to progress in the game. They are simple because the first one is only to move them forward. There is the banner bearer that can uh, impart the orders to the other Patapon, uh, warriors, mages, archers, uh, and many many different types of Patapon and we communicate with him with the combination of sounds and commands that can change the attitude of the patapons. The story is really funny because patapons are really little and cute but 
the story, they are a legendary tribe who conquered the land uh, like a brave uh, legend of fantasy, like Lord of the Rings. So the contrast between the story and uh, visually the characters is really funny. A really fun game, nothing specifically difficult, but in the first part of the game it's uh, not so simple to get it right uh, the first time. So it's really fun game, really simple game and a really fun game. Really colorful and really musically happy. Everybody's Golf uh, was a game that I played a lot because it reminded me Neoturf Master, which was one of my favorite arcade games, and it is uh, a new way of thinking about uh, this type of game as an arcade experience and not a simulation experience. In this game you have two different type of players, a male player and a female player that you can customize with a lot of uh, different uh, attires that you can uh, unlock during your games but also you can equip them with different uh, clubs and uh, balls that have different qualities so you can have a build with uh, a lot of big air so uh, you have drive in your shots otherwise you can have uh, a lot of spin in your shots and uh, so on and so forth. The thing that kept me playing this game was the online community which was really big at the time this game came out on the PSP and it was uh, really challenging because when you play against other players you can steal the attire from them, you can win their attire so it's like um, an anti-system from like a card game like Magic when you have that card that you can uh, lose if you lose the game. It's the same thing here and I think it was really funny and uh, it was a community without any cheater because this game had uh, a protection system against cheaters which was really up to date. A flagship game of the PlayStation Portable is Loco Roco, one of the first games of the system uh, on its launch date in 2006, published by Sony. It's a little puzzle game, really colorful and cute, and it's made primarily to show the capabilities of the PSP. We do not command the characters in the game, but we command the world, the environment. With the L and R buttons in the back of the console, we can we can uh, change the angle of the level so the loco roco can slide to the path that we will open it can jump it can divide itself because eating fruits will enlarge the size of the loco roco and uh, some pets are too small so we can divide the loco roco into many little loco rocos to progress and then we can recompose the larger one funny to see that whenever we are the larger loco roco we will sing to the song of the level instead when there are many loco rocos little loco rocos they will chant a chorus so it's interesting to listen to the various uh, variation of the song in every in every stage Loco Locos are many colors and many types and everyone has a special type of music attached to them. There's some pop in the first levels, a romantic theme, a more Japanese style singing, some reggae, 
some rock, so it's like a rhythm game but it's a puzzle game with the environment of music. A really good looking game in its minimalistic style but it's really colorful and it shows uh, really well the capabilities of the PSP on its launch date. know some other hidden gems for the PSP? Let us know commenting on Spotify or following the links to this episode.